Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Six-Pack is brought to you by Window Nation. Cut your energy bills up to 30% this winter. Call Window Nation today. Buy two windows, get two free with no interest payments until 2025. 866-90-NATION or visit WindowNation.com. It's Jason and Ken's Six Pack. Inside access to what the boys are drinking. <laughs> I mean, thinking. 1057 The Fan. In honor of Russell Wilson coming to town this Sunday, we are doing our six pack on the six most cringe worthy athletes, and let's get started, Stone. Number six. Number six for me is this is Big Ben Roethlisberger, and it's more for the late later career Big Ben Roethlisberger mm-hmm. when he starts talking about the mythology of Ben Roethlisberger, which makes one. me cringe every time he talks. We love hearing the podcast, which used to be called uh, what would it used to be called? Different, different, different. and now it's called football and fo- football and. I love hearing anything Ben Roethlisberger because everything seems like it happened differently than what we actually the, saw. Creating narratives about injuries yes. that never actually yes. happened. Uh, exaggerating the ones that did. Yes, he he's fascinating to me. He's, he's a legend in his own mind. Yes. First pilot Hall of Famer, though. Yeah. Oh, oh, God, yes. Yeah. Uh, I went with a different Russ at six. Russell Westbrook. To watch the way he, like, just watching him shoot a basketball. Shoot a foul shot can be cringeworthy. I mean, I, I've seen him... Miss banked free throw attempts. I've seen him airball free throw attempts. When he sets up in all his glory to take a three that gets about two thirds of the way to the net, um, the miss passes like that. You, you mean you ever see Shacked in the Fool? You ever watch yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. you could do a whole Shacked in the Fool on just Russ being Russ. Number five. This was inspired by a recent social media post that really just kind of reinforced, I guess, what now we're probably going on a decade and a half of overall cringe. RG3. Ah, that's a good one. Did you see the one yesterday with him yeah. and his wife? Oh, yeah. It's just, everything just seems to be so much, doesn't I'll it? I'll tell you this, though. Like, I like him as an announcer. Like yeah, he's a really good broadcaster, and I, I thought he'd be good at that, and he's great. But just through the course of his career, going back to the whole Adidas thing and... You know, that whole campaign, it's just kind of always seemed forced, right? A little overproduced, like just a little too much? No? No, I feel you. Yeah, there's been whispers around locker rooms, too, of him not being the most well-liked guy in, in in the room. My five is Draymond Green. His act just, it absolutely kills me. Bro, you you played with... Is it cringy or oh, just, there's a lot of like, cringe. just violent now? Well, no, the, the punching guy in the face is violent. But just like his attitude about how great he is when he's literally played, when Durant was there... Arguably three first bout Hall of Famers and Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. And, Didn't they and put Kevin him Dur- on that top one hundred all time uh, team? That's great. He but he ain't he Whoa. he's he's who he is because of the other guys. Remember when they blew the three one lead, he was crying in the uh, parking yeah, lot to get KD. Yeah, oh yeah. He's 
Just stop it. Like, and, and, and now he's also one of those guys, like, who are some of those older baseball players, like Brian McCann, who were like the arbiters of the rules in baseball. That's what, like, Draymond Green thinks he is with basketball. It's like, you're a really good role player. You're probably going to go to the Hall of Fame because you played on a team that won multiple championships. Thing, put him in the top 100. He's going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, like, but, but bro, just know your role. Number four. Number four, and I, I, I don't know whether I feel sorry for him or not. Like Antonio Brown, man, like he bite, he constantly Fringy bites the hands. Or that, yeah, const- criminal. Hey, this is my list, not yours. I'm talking he, to the bone and he, looking at you. He makes me cringe. I'm looking at you when, when the I'm only points with when the, bone. the only guy that was there for him and Tom Brady. He then puts posts out trying to make him look bad, which actually make him look good. It just it makes me cringe. I just I don't know what the end game is with him, and I wonder if he has severe CT, but we won't know until after he's. Deceased, Jeez, but man, I feel you like get morbid a lot. But he is, I, yeah. Well, how else do you explain where he goes? Like, it just he's he's a, he's a mess. Bone, I feel like he's doing a bad guy list and not necessarily no. a cringe list. No, I think these, he's doing a bad guy. Well, these guys make me cringe. Bad guy. No, they make me cringe. It's my list. Four for me is Tiger Woods. I mean, See, he doesn't make whole, me cringe. It's not cringy getting yeah. chased no. with a three no. wood. It's no. not cringy but seeing when, the DUI when, when you when you get into a, video when you, ha- when you get caught having an affair. No. You're, you're not every, spouse not, just spill out that way. Well, no, this guy is, I mean, does. just his interactions with the media over Bone, time. it doesn't make me cringe at all. Tiger he's Woods. never really seemed comfortable he's in a his bad own guy. skin. He seems like a bad guy. No, he's not as he's good a guy as he thought. Cringy. He, he likes he likes hooking up with waitresses at, at, at Perkins. That doesn't seem cringeworthy to me. AB's hooking up with hey. waitresses all over the place. Nah, he's hooking up with women that like to lick toilets. Because didn't you see that last year? Yeah, yeah so. yes. All I right. think I think Ken's first three are on point. I mean, I don't like any of them, and I I think they're all extremely cringy. Uh, having Big Ben on there, bonus points. A B's cringy, man, and and part Super of cringy. it part of it is he's, I think it's beyond. Cringy. He's out of his mind. Uh, that's part. Dude, when he took his jersey off and he's running, that is the epitome of cringe. Yes. I don't know. It's a, it looked to me like a mental breakdown. Well, I don't see, know if it's cringy. Here's what's great about this. T-Bone and I find it cringy. You don't yeah. have to. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm i playing this and, segment in protest. And, and I'm with Ken. I don't know if Tiger Woods is cringy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Super I cringe. I, I don't find him cringeworthy I, at all. You, you, yeah. Have you seen the documentary Stone, about him? you find him cringeworthy? He's absolutely cringy. No, not at all. Oh, oh God. I okay. just think he's a bad guy. Oh, like okay. Said. Whatever. Yeah. And, and look, all three of Ken's guys are bad guys, yeah. but they're cringy as well. Hey, we're doing the six most cringeworthy athletes, and let's continue. Number three. I got a two-for-one special here. Oh. Aubrey Huff slash Kurt Schilling. I, kind of the same dude. Who? Aubrey Huff slash uh, Kurt Schilling. Aubrey Two for Huff. one special. Aubrey Huff is definitely way yeah. cringe. Well, that, those are the. the yeah, and, my, uh, and Kurt Schilling is also a bona fide criminal. I mean. Well, but that's not what this list is. Well, it's still like an added bonus. Yeah. It's, a, it's also a six pack, not a seven pack. Yeah. No. I, I'm playing my way. <laughs> that's it, true. It, maybe it works. That's maybe true. it doesn't. That's a, yeah. yeah that's go a, big or go home. Others receiving votes. My three, <laughs> They're kind of the same dude. My three is A-Rod, and it's mostly yeah. for his time when he was married to Jennifer Lopez, and he'd be, she'd be on stage singing, and he's doing selfies of himself dancing in the crowd. Super cringe. How about that GQ where he was... Oh, he took a picture of kissing his own reflection. kissing the mirror. Yeah, his he, own reflection. He is Jeez. super cringy. Yeah, he's really cringy. 
Number two. Number two is Aaron Rodgers. Yes. What the hell is he doing? He's a he's a guy that that if he just would have shut his mouth and played football, I think he'd be universally beloved. But he decided he was smarter than everybody else, and he wanted everybody to know he was smarter than everybody else. And instead, now he just people. Not I, nearly as smart as he thinks yeah, he is. Yeah, and it just, it's super cringy. He, he Him is, hosting Jeopardy was very yeah, cringy if you yeah, saw any of that. Yeah, With his slick back hair. Yeah, and now he looks like a you homeless. You think he was whacked out on Yukonesha or whatever the hell uh, it is when he did that? It's uh, uh, Hiawaska. 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 He's worth simpatico. Yeah. Oh, you got A-Rod. Oh, very nice. I didn't have the other A-Rod. It was a good call. Yeah. He, he probably deserved to be Number in here. Number one. This is in part in honor of the World Cup. I don't think there's been a cringier athlete in the history of the world than Luis Suarez. This guy got caught trying to bite people is. twice oh, on now a pitch. I know who it is. Like he did it for country Uruguay. He did it for club Liverpool. Like he even tried to do it again a couple years ago. Like it's like he, the Mike Tyson thing, but three times. Mike Tyson could have been on here as well. Yeah, I mean he bit a dude's ear off in a yeah. freaking. I don't fight. think that's cringy. But, I Luis think that's Suarez <laughs> is absolutely positively cringy. Number one's Russell Wilson. Like Russell, Mister Unlimited, these subway commercials. He never tried to uh, bite nobody. Screaming, he screaming, all, run past. He only bit a sandwich. Uh, he, he didn't bit anybody's <laughs> shoulder or cheek. God. Just wanted. He these, just he just wanted a meatball marinara. He's goofy. Not wrong with that. He's goofy. He made love to a sub sandwich in a commercial. He didn't bite nobody. These goofy TikToks, the whole thing. Sierra's buying it. Oh well, that's, that's a big W for the ginger gorilla. That was a blowout. I think I would have had the same six-pack as Ken. I probably would have had Big Ben higher. Dude, Luis Suarez, come on. Not having Russ? Well, not it was, it was an honor of him, so I thought it was kind of a cop-out. Not having A-Rod? Yeah, A-Rod's, A-Rod's a miss. Yeah, and, A-Rod's a miss. And Big Ben? I don't know that he makes this list. Oh, he's super cringy. I, super I think, cringe. I think Ken was spot on, man. I probably Thank you. You guys are missing six. the boat on Tiger Woods. Thank, Thank you. No, and, and the other thing, Aubrey Health is cringy. I, Kurt Schilling's just more of a... A hole, yes. Yeah, I I find him to be an a hole. Yeah. Oh, he's definitely an a hole. Uh, I'm with you on that. Thank you, Bone. Uh, Coming up next here on the program, it's time to hear more from Bone. Has he succeeded in his judging? Now it's time for TMI (laughs) with TIM and what you got. Well, we're gonna keep the cringeworthy moments going because Russell Wilson, he is coming. He is coming to Baltimore. We're gonna play some of his greatest hits, and we're also gonna play the video. That really, it got the ball rolling for me, where it's like, this guy has no self-awareness that's next on Inside Access. Inside Access. Hot takes from the guy behind the glass. I'm in a glass case of emotion. TMI with TIM. TMI. TMI, my friends. Inside Access. 1057 The Fan. It's T-Bone time, TMI with TIM, and the floor is yours. Breaking news here. Russell Wilson coming to Baltimore Sunday, playing against the Ravens. And Russ, eight months ago, really a beloved athlete in the NFL. Phenomenal career. I think he's definitely going to be a Hall of Famer one day. He was on that path. On that path, and now it's a dumpster fire. Everyone clowns him. Remember that Thursday night game a few weeks ago when Richard Sherman just lost his mind? He was was sitting on that for years. 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 And just this year alone, Jason, you've covered the league for a long time. Have you ever seen or heard of a player show up to OTAs, any offseason for that matter, wearing his own jersey? No. 
<laughs> and, and Jason, that's a new one. You've covered him like yes. have you like I know him pretty how, well. How surprised are you that this thing surprised. has turned? Yeah. yeah. Shocked, but, but did you get that vibe from being around him? Where I know he would look. He was not everybody's cup of tea, and he had a different sort of way about him. But on Sundays, he was an assassin. Oh yeah, absolutely. He was a hell of a football player, and now it's just. I mean, some of his fourth quarter comebacks, the stuff yeah. he did. I mean, but now I, I don't know about his legs, and I don't I don't know about his mind. And and I will say this: he and I had a really good mutual friend. Um. A guy named Trevor Moad, who was, um, like, I think his dad wrote, like, Chicken Soup for Your Soul. Oh, okay. And so, and Trevor was a big, like, motivational speaker, and he basically, like, I met him through covering Freddie Adu when he was a youth national for the U.S., and Trevor at the time was in charge um, down at the IMG Academy of, like, handling the mental conditioning for, like, all the U.S. soccer under, like... Youth teams under 23, under 21, under 17. And um he got and he also worked with a lot, a lot of top agents would have their prospects, draft prospects, spend time with Trevor leading up to the draft to work on the mental side of the game. And he and Russ became really close and they wrote books together and he became a big part of Team Russ. And then Trevor told very few people that he had cancer. I didn't know until he passed. He just told me he had to have his appendix removed and some other stuff. And he's like, I'm in the hospital for some kidney stuff, but I'll be fine. It was terminal cancer, and he passed quickly. And I really think Trevor's passing has a lot to do with Russ going off the deep end. Interesting. Well, not exactly a great segue into this because we're going to make fun well, of him the, at this point. But. Yeah, but at least it, it gives some it gives some yeah. color. Well, to, you're saying yeah. you you brought up how no, I know no, him no, a little no, bit, yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. like, all right. Well, if I'm going to play armchair Ziggy Freud, I think if Trevor was still here, I don't think this thing gets that off the rails. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Well, you got him practicing, high-fiving teammates, coming out for an OTA, high knees on the plane. I mean, that one. That's, that's the best one. That's, that's, that's Wow. And his teammates confirming that. But we probably could have seen this coming. Back in 2018, Russell Wilson, he, he talked about his alter ego. Yes, the typical boring, yes, Russell. The Hanging out with his teammates, he turns into his alter ego, Mr. Unlimited. Hey guys, uh, Russell here. Yes, the typical boring, yes, Russell, the robot Russell, the one you guys love to know. I'm real, real exciting. You know, I'm real exciting. Um, but anyways, uh, everybody has to have an alter ego, right? And, and I've been thinking about what my alter ego would be, and I, I, I think I have an alter ego. His name, his name's Mr. 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 Unlimited. Yeah, you gotta be unlimited. You know, you gotta have a thought process of being unlimited. So when people ask you, you know, what you're thinking about or what you wanna do in life or where you wanna go, you gotta be unlimited. Tell them I'm unlimited. You know what I mean? So when Stone, they ask you, you can pot it like, down now. Uh, he, I'm he even goes, more he certain goes, about me being number him being my number one choice. Yeah, in my he he goes on for a minute. He even gets Sierra involved asking him questions and he says, I'm unlimited, probably 37 times in that minute-long thing. And again, that's back in 2018. So now fast forward to now. In in his Broncos debut against his former team, the Seahawks, he's trying to get his sideline involved. Hey, sideline, run a pass. Hey, you got to let him know. Come on, commit to it. You got to let him know. Run a pass. Let's go. Got to let him know. Run a pass. Run a pass. Let him know. 9-6. Let him know. Run a pass. Let them know, run a pass. Nice and loud. 
Pass! I mean, this is like a peewee football thing. <laughs> These guys are and, like, and the guy, he's got a lot of enthusiasm. <laughs> he loves the game, Bone. <laughs> I guess, I guess. In the Broncos country, let's ride. He even said that in press conferences when they're losing and losing and losing. And then he does this, like, subway ad. Hey, you want to uh, split this subway sandwich? <laughs> it is my signature sandwich. It's called the Danger Witch, and it's dangerously good. Oh. Be careful, though. It's spicy. <laughs> you ever done anything dangerous? Oh, jeez. That is dangerous. I've done something like that, too. Listen, one time... Never mind. That's too dangerous. Anyways, my danger witch, it's only in the vault. That's our little secret. Yeah, wow. And then he did a second Subway app where he really leaned into it. It doesn't necessarily play well on radio. But I gave him credit, and then I was like, okay, maybe he's leaning into it at this point. But then the high knees story came out probably a week later. So here's a clip of him at press conferences. I'm excited about the journey, and uh, Broncos country, let's ride. So I'm grateful for the opportunity, and uh, I'm grateful for Broncos country, and let's ride. Broncos country, let's ride. So, you know, he's being a subdued uh, guy. And then here's a couple of videos with his teammates. Just put my jersey on for the first time. Broncos orange, let's ride. Green screening it with my boy. Yes, sir. Let's go. We in the orange, baby. Let's go. Let's ride, baby. Ooh. So clean right hey. now. No cat. Well, we know what we're doing. Hey. I had my boy Drew. Hey. I got one phone with one me. One phone with me. Boy, hey. Boy. Hey. 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 Yes, sir. So, what we going to do? Yes, sir. Oh, my. I just think he's very fake. That's, that's kind of how he comes off. Yeah. And... It's and now you have his teammates in Seattle. It mentioned uh, Sherman, but there's others kind of calling him out and people coming out of the woodworks. He's just a weird guy, man. He's a really strange cat. And you have that sideline incident with Purcell, and there's reports saying that he's lost guys in the locker room. He's not going anywhere. Nope. After signing that contract. They're stuck with each so other. So they're, they're going to have to find a way to make it work. But he is an odd cat. And he's making, what, $30 million a year? It's oh. tough to convince a guy making that kind of money. More that, than that. It's yeah. like 45 Yeah, that, that, that he should be doing something different. Oh, well, it's, it's, it is it's uh, getting mighty ugly uh, in Denver. And the Broncos come to town. This Sunday, remember Baltimore Game Day Uncensored pregame show. First hour, myself and Bob Haney were live at the Horseshoe Casino. Second two hours, or the second and third hour, Tim Barbalay's Finney Serato and Mike Preston. Coming up next, we're going to get back into the Ravens a little bit. You want to get uh, back into Giro? The, yeah. His, his potential. Sure. He goes to Stanford. There's a poll. Is there a, a – hey, how about this, too? 410-583-1057. How do people feel about Greg Roman possibly going to Stanford? Would you hate it? Would you love it? Would you like him to leave now? We'll take your calls as well next here on The Fan. Inside Access. 105.7 The Fan. Baltimore's home for sports.
410-583-1057 how you jump in on the program. John Harbaugh confirmed yesterday that Greg Roman has had preliminary discussions with Stanford University, but their head coaching job, David Shaw, stepped down uh, earlier in the week. Greg Roman was an assistant under Jim Harbaugh for a couple of years before coming back to the NFL. Jason, I'll start with you before we head out to the phone calls. Is this, if Greg Roman were to leave for this job, is this a monumental loss for the Ravens? Monument. I mean, I don't. I don't know if it's a monumental loss. I mean, I, I just think if if they're married to some of these personnel and concepts, and if they're married to team building in a way that on the offensive side of the ball, it's been do more with less and run the damn ball. Then yeah, it, it it'll be a significant loss. Um, I, again, I, I'm not saying he's the guy to take it another step forward. I'm not saying he needs another year at the helm necessarily, but I am saying. I think there'll be a little bit, especially if the next guy struggles a little bit. And again, this is a unique situation here. There'll be a little bit of some people coming around saying, you know what? Maybe he wasn't all that awful anyway. Maybe it wasn't as easy as just swapping out the play caller. Monumental is a strong word. Monumental is a strong word. Hey, I want to go strong. But it's, it's definitely a loss. And I keep going back and forth with this. Four years is a long time for an offensive coordinator. Has this offense peaked under Greg Roman? Possibly. But the guy replacing him, you can't just hire anyone. You have to find a specific person that fits I for this offense. James Irvin. And I don't think they'll go from outside the organization. And I keep going back to this. John Harbaugh does not have a great track record hiring offensive coordinators. Let's go out to the phone lines, 410-583-1057. Start with Mike in Dundalk. Mike, you're on the fan. How we doing, guys? Hey, Hey, I got an idea. Why don't we uh, get Santa Claus to come a little early, pack pack Greg Roman and his vault up on the sleigh. And And the vault? That's heavy. (laughs) I don't think that's (laughs) how Sandy rolls. Well, he'll need a few more reindeer, but I don't think it'll be a monumental loss. Uh, I think uh, everybody's had enough of good old Greg. Wish him luck. I hope he gets the job. Well, thanks. Mike, appreciate it. I'm not going to say everybody's had enough, but I can tell for sure Mike and Dundalk's had enough because he's ready to pack him up and have Santa Claus take who, his stuff to Santa. Santa doesn't who, deliver coaches. <laughs> who, who do you think Santa would give the vault to? Well, Greg, Greg keeps I think the vault. Giro takes the vault no, to Stanford. No, yeah. but he said Santa would take the vault. Well, I think he's he's, he's implying he's saying, taking the vault. Yeah, he's, gonna, he's on his yeah. way. Right. Which way does Santa travel, though? I, I'm a Jew. You're asking the wrong. Fella. Is it east to west or west to east? Yeah. Would and, he have to? Would he have to bring Giro? And I guess what I'm saying is, would he have to bring Giro and the vault like from Baltimore all the way around the world? Drop him off in Palo Alto yeah. on the way back, like last stop before he goes back to the North Pole. Sure. Or is 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 he going east to west? In which case, that's it's a on quick the way. commute. Yeah, yeah I, I'd like to think Greg Roman has pull with Santa, so I think he, he may he'd have a direct flight. There's a plethora of options. Uh, yeah, there, there are, are a plethora of yeah. options, and, and I think that sleigh moves pretty fast. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But still, to go all the way around, basically to go all the way around the world. Yes, and, and Ken, you're going every single house. I mean, that's still going to take a while. Well, but yeah, that's, that's a lot. Zero could help. Yes, it could be one of his elves. Yeah. It could be one of his elves. Uh, let's go out to Angel and Stevenson. Angel, you're on the fan. Yeah, hi, guys. Um, listen, um, I'm not going to be sad to see Greg Roman leave. As a matter of fact, I take it one step further. I think John Harbaugh is a great human being. Oh, boy. I think he's done a lot for the organization. But all things must come to an end. I would love to see the Ravens start discussions with Sean Payton 
about becoming the next head coach. Interesting. Well, I appreciate the call. I love Sean Payton. He's a friend of the show. Yeah. Um, He's made two appearances on said program. This, I think, is it two or three? I, I think he was scheduled for a third and had to cancel. Gotcha. Uh, I don't think this owner is in the business of, like, trading a coach to then go and pay the, a coach way more than Harbaugh. Like, Sean Payton's going to be a bidding war. Like, he's paying Harbs eight or nine. Yeah. Sean Payton, you're talking 12 to 15. That ain't Steve Bashotti. I will tell you this, I just saw on Twitter, our friend Jonas Schaefer covers the Ravens for the Baltimore Sun. Greg Roman was asked about his connection to the Stanford job. His response, our singular focus is on Denver. We're on to Denver. Does not want to talk about, sort of like Deshaun Watson, didn't want to talk about anything well, about football. I wouldn't, I wouldn't make that comparison. <laughs> but it just, he just, he just yeah, I'd to say talk it's about, nothing like it. Just wanted to talk about one thing. One thing That's what only. he's got an agent for. That's right. He doesn't do any of that work. The agent does the work, but... Uh, hey, if Greg Roman wants to be a head coach, and he, we know he wanted to be an NFL head coach, he took some interviews in 2019, so definitely the want is there. Stanford, if you get in at Stanford, like David Shaw could have had that job forever if he wanted to. Like David Shaw could have kept that job. He just said, you know what, I've uh, I've had well, enough. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I'm not privy to the back door you think he was gonna, Do you think he was going to get fired? program is in, bro, go, go Google Stanford football photos attendance. Yeah, nobody there. Bad. And well, it's been trending that way for a while. Well, they're not good, Tim. They're bad, Tim. They're, they're bad, Ken. They're bad. But I, you would think the vast majority of assistant coaches, coordinators, their end goal is to be a head coach. And th- that would be Greg Roman's most significant coaching accomplishment. The bone. It's like the bone's coming for both of our jobs. Yes. It's just a matter yeah, of what. Yes. Well, let's not go that far. Oh, I, uh, yeah. Right? You see I mean, him. that's how. It, uh, he's he's half. He's, he's three quarters of the way there. We no. get, he's three quarters blown. If you get here early, he's in with Chuck Bucks. Doors oh, closed. I know. It's, yeah, yeah, well, you got to play the game. Yeah. I, hey. He's a, he's an up and cover. Yeah, he's yeah. a high riser. Yes. I don't yeah. know about that. Yeah. Huh? He he's like the uh, he's our twenty five to thirty. Thinking like who's the you're, you're like you're our Lou Anarumo. You're you're the. You're, uh, you need a better reference. Who's Lou Anarumo? Oh, the, is that Bengals the Bengals defensive coordinator, yeah, or like whoever yeah. you want to say. Yeah. You're our James Urban. I think it's All even right. hot. I think he's hotter. Than but that. I think it's a reference. I think he's to got people more. Understand yeah. more. But I think he's he's our hot, bigger. He's candidate our last year's Kevin O'Connell. Yeah, good one. Something like that. Who's now what eight and two with Minnesota? Yes, he is. That's that. That's kind the bone. A, kind of a Fugazi scoring differential, though. <laughs> that's the bone. That's the bone. The bone's coming for you. That's you guys, <laughs> not me. The bones. Whatever. <laughs> the bone. <laughs> the that. bone and Chuck Bucks cooking up all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. T Bone, remind the people there is a poll up. Correct. There is a poll. Harbs confirmed that Ravens OC Greg Roman has talked to Stanford officials about the head coaching vacancy there. So, Ravens flock, we ask you, how do you feel about this? What's your level of concern? This has gone up since uh, we first talked about over 250 votes. G-Row can go now, 71.2%. G-Row can go at the end of the season, 24.2%. And the G-Row stays. Like, do these people down. who say go now realize like you would have a full-blown... Full blown. You'd have like a full blown thing on your hands. Like you got to now the quarterback coach has got to like. If he left right now, I don't know. Like if you want him out, like do you. Re- I mean, these people want him out now. They want like Urban or whoever, T. Martin, to take over now. They want like a Cam Cameron situation. That's yeah, extreme. Jim Caldwell just yeah. took over. That's extreme. They are seven and four. Yeah, and have a very good schedule at least on paper. So they did lose to Jacksonville. They always lose to Jacksonville. 
on the road. Hey, we protect the nest next. Germany scored again? Is yes, they did. Germany, yeah. Christmas. Yeah, so they, they looked. To oh, be... and this might be four. <coughs> well, nice save. Excuse me, a little bit of a. Oh. A little bit of a frog in my throat. But coming up next, we're going to protect the nest. We'll update you on Ronnie Stanley, Patrick McCarry. That's next here on The Fan. Inside Access. Jason and Tim sit in the bleachers. Ken sits in his brother's seats behind home plate. Inside Access. 105.7 The Fan. Ravens back on the practice field today. According to Jonas Schaefer, six Ravens were missing by the end of the media viewing period. Daniel Falele, Ben Cleveland, Nick Boyle, Tylen Wallace, Delshawn Phillips, and Marcus Peters. I, the only one that's really a concern, I would think, is Marcus Peters. Is uh, uh, Daniel Falele may be rushing to duty at, at, at tackle, but... Patrick McCarry back at practice today after messing with an illness yesterday. And Ronnie Stanley is practicing probably still on a limited basis. And we will find out on Sunday exactly which players will be protecting the nest. And this is our weekly Protect the Nest segment presented by our friends at Baltimore Equitable Insurance. Baltimore Equitable Insurance offering perpetual homeowners insurance in Maryland and Pennsylvania. Shouldn't you get all your money back so, gentlemen, do we think this is the week that Ronnie Stanley comes back? No. We're talking limited today? Well, we don't know yet. Yeah. The injury report hasn't come out. But short of, if he doesn't practice full today, then I don't think he's protecting the nest on uh, Sunday. I think he they'll be protecting his ankle on Saturday. Sunday, oh, Sunday excuse me. Yes. yes. I'm skeptical um, because everything with Ronnie Stanley going back to last year, this year, there's been a ramp-up period. And I would think that they're going to want to see him practice for two weeks before he gets out there. And quite frankly, I wouldn't rule out the possibility of maybe a couple alternating drives in the first oh, game where he's could be back, back to that. Patrick. If Patrick's possibly, feeling all right, yeah. Possibly. And That's an interesting thought. And it's good news with McCary, of course, because, God, it seems like an illness is really going around the Ravens locker room in the past yeah, how, week or how so. How dare these guys yeah. get sick? You but, know what, you know what, GG, that uh, boy, yeah. that well, gets him running hot. Him. Uh-huh. Yes. Well, it's that time of year. People get sick this time of oh, year. Oh, so you're this time of year you're pass? okay with it. What's that? You're giving them a pass and not Lamar? Oh, of course they get a pass. always Get sick. Yeah, right. This is this is this is not. These guys are allowed to get sick. Lamar's not. It's flu season, right? So flu if, season. So if Lamar misses practice due to illness this week, you give yeah, him a pass. Yeah, he probably got it from one of the other guys. Yeah. No, we'll okay. get a whole we'll get a whole soliloquy. Well, it'll be on like Lamar's the seventh time he's yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Doctor Bombay over here. By the way, he's gotten sick two years in a row on the same day. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah. Nobody yeah. would because you're the yeah. only one who cares. Yeah, I did because well, it's your fetish, I did the research. not real people. Did the research. Yeah. What day? You didn't my, do the research. You the, probably made this it was up the week, too. No, it was the week of the Bears game when he got sick uh, two weeks ago. Week of the Bears game. My, my Facebook memories had him sick. What day? It was. I don't know. Your remember. Facebook memories had yeah. him sick. What yeah. does that even mean? But you don't. You're not on Facebook, yeah. so you don't but know. But I mean, it's why would it but bring it, up Lamar's sickness? Well, because you what it does is it. I posted it a year ago. Oh, of course you yeah. were writing yeah. about yeah. Lamar's immune no, system. No, no, no. I just re- reposted somebody else saying he was sick and mispractice. I didn't post. I don't. Po- All I do on Facebook is post pictures of Margie and and re sh- and share foot sports stuff. Uh, Brucey. Oh, I'm Brucey. Brucey yes. gets some yeah. shout outs. Yeah, yeah. Brucey does get some love on the book. But uh, yeah, he he, the same, same day, two, day, years, two in years in a row. We'll see if he can go for three next year. Hopefully, but, it'll <laughs> pop up in your memories. Or yeah. actually, hopefully, it won't. It probably would. But Patrick well, I'm McCarr, hoping he doesn't get sick. Patrick McCarr, you feel comfortable with him protecting the nest for a I week? I do. In Ronnie's stead, I do. Um. You know, this is a, a Denver team, and we'll talk more about their defense tomorrow, but they're, they're going to sit back and, I mean, they're going to zone it up. 
um, they're still kind of em- employing the same tactics that uh, our pal Vic Fangio was uh, for them in years past. So it's going to be a lot of cover three. It's going to be a lot of cover six. Um, they're not going to blitz a whole lot. They'll try to get pressure up front uh, more with individuals than than they are them bringing any sort of numbers. So yeah, I I, I do. Um, it's a it's a really good secondary. I don't think the Ravens are going to have a whole lot of success throwing the ball on them. I think Lamar is going to have to do a lot with his legs. Uh, but yeah, I'm I, I'm. I'm a big Patrick McCarry guy. So, yes, can he get them through another week or two? He can. I do think this offense is not at its optimal, whatever its optimal functionality Mm -hmm. is, and that's not going to be as good as some other places. But for themselves, whatever that is, it's with Ronnie Stanley playing at an all-pro level that they, they have the best chance of getting closest to it. Patrick McCarry's a starting caliber offensive lineman. I think that's pretty obvious at this point. You're concerned about the back. Obviously, you'd rather have Stanley in there than McCarry, but this, according to Pro Football Focus, Jags do not have a good pass rush. I mean, they only had 19 sacks heading into last week. McCarry allowed just one pressure, and he was flagged for one penalty, but Denver... Like you said, Jason, they ranked top 10 in pressure rate on the season. Without bringing numbers. So... He's going to be tested on Sunday, Ken. I agree, uh, and and my gut is Ronnie plays next week. And, and I have no, I'm no doctor, but I, I think the fact that he's out on the practice field this week is a very good sign. I think he plays uh, next week, and I think they can get by Patrick McCarry. We talked about him. We talked about him a lot last year. Bobby DePaul loves Patrick McCarry. I think for a week, Jason, I think they can get by with Patrick McCarry. I do want to talk the other football here for a second. And we've got Japan beating Spain. Germany did not protect the nest. Germany is going to beat Costa Rica, but this loss... Protect the net. Yeah. But, but yeah. That too. But, but at, Japan's win over Spain eliminates Germany, is that correct? Well, unless there'd have to be some crazy goal differential stuff going on here. But yeah, it effectively eliminates Germany, who they'll blow the whistle on Germany-Costa Rica any second here. No, it's at 10 minutes, so we were at 98. So they'd probably go into well, 100. Yeah, they're in the 98th minute. Well, it's 10, so it'd have to go 100, right? They get plus 10. <laughs> I said we'll find out in a minute. They're you said in the any second minute. now. Said any second now. You did say oh, any, any minute. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you did say any second yeah. now. They got two more minutes. Okay. That's 120 seconds. Potato, potato. Well, I bet it doesn't get there. Anywho, but that's a big deal. Germany not advancing, correct? Huge. Yeah, and they've they've had their manager um, Yogi Lowe's been there. Uh, since he was an assistant to Jur- Jurgen Klinsmann, who coached them in the 02 World Cup, and then, uh, I'm sorry, in the 06 World Cup, and then took over the U.S. national program. So Lowe's been there an eternity. This is probably the end. They've been in a downward cycle for a while now. Um, but look, they did reach the pinnacle with him, and they put a 7 1 hammering on Brazil, although that's been now. Eight years ago, so it's been a minute. Inside Access here on a Thursday. Coming up next, we're going to try to make the people some money. Lucy Burge, Odyssey Sports betting expert, joins us next here on The Fan. Inside, inside, inside Access with Jason Lockenfora and Ken Wyman. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.